Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you've been doing with your day-to-day, Welcome to Clawback 22, the Rangers podcast, and we've only gone and done it. We are we are champions once again. Title 55 has came home, and what a journey it's been. Um, I'm sorry this is a wee bit late. I'm, I'm going to timestamp this a wee bit. It's just after 10 past 8 on Sunday night. I've just cracked my first beer. Um, it's been a, a whirlwind of a day, and me, um, Scott Carney, obviously, uh, is here with Ali Pearson um, to try and Try and put into words exactly what this means to us and, and how we're feeling and uh, everything all about it and the journey and what it means, etc. Um, we're just going to try and put into words for for all of you who's listening um, exactly how we are feeling today. But Ali, thank you very much for your time and joining me today. How are you feeling right now? <laughs> um, um, I don't know how I feel, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. I'm I mean, when I full time muscle went at Tannadice today, I was the emotion. I mean, I let out a big, massive roar to be honest. So my neighbours probably held us straight away. <laughs> but, but after that, it's like you can feel the tears coming. To be honest, it's it's ten. We've obviously getting. I mean, it's ten ten years of where we've been. I've been there from the very first game in Division Three all the way the journey all the way back up to the top. Same as you. I didn't know you in Division Three. No, nope, nope. we didn't know each other then. But I was along with Scotia. We every single game we were there, we did it all. We came back, and it's massive. It's it's huge. I didn't. If somebody had told me Rangers would win the league, the sixth of seventh of March, whatever it is today, seventh of March, I would never have believed them at the beginning of the season. It's unbelievable achievement by Rangers. It's. I mean, you can see what it means to the city. We obviously will come on to um, we went in a car today, socially distancing, but it was um 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it will sink in properly, to be honest, until I probably lie in my bed tonight and sort of think to myself what's actually just happened. Because the way it happened today, I mean, I, I did say when Celtic had um, Aberdeen and Dungeon United, I said I fancied them to slip up somewhere. But watching that game today, it was a horrible game to watch. I know you watched it as well, along with God knows how many other Rangers fans. It was a horrible game to watch. Celtic had a lot of the game, a lot of chances. I didn't see Dungeon United scoring at all in that game. I only saw Celtic scoring and thankfully it didn't happen today. Gave us the title and aye, it's, I don't know how much to say about it. It's hard, it really, it's really hard to sum it up. It's very difficult to put it into words, mate, and I, I don't want it to sound like at all like we're not absolutely buzzing, but we both are. Um, we've we've just been through the mill um, for, for 10 years there. Um, it's been a tough 10 years. Um, no one's going to pretend that it hasn't been, but I'm so delighted that it's done. I, I can't believe that it's done. I, I'm going to try my hardest to get through this podcast without crying. Um it means so much to me and it means so much to so many people around the world. Um, everybody's got their different their different Rangers journeys, but ultimately we all pull towards the same thing and it's uh, the success of our team. And we are now back to where we belong. And um, I couldn't be prouder of the team. I couldn't be proud of what we've achieved. The team have surpassed my expectations, especially with the performances and the results that they've had this year. And it's we've got our, we've got our rewards for it and... This is long overdue, <laughs> like long overdue, but I'm so happy, I'm so delighted that it's done, um, that the title was coming home. Everybody deserves it, everybody really does, they deserve everything, every part of this, all the joy, all the reflection, all the being able to sit down and think to yourself where we've been, where we've come to, the journey that it's been this year. COVID as well, I mean, played a massive part in the way this season's kind of panned out and it's not been the celebration that I think most of us would have wanted to do today, but it doesn't make it any less sweet. This is beautiful. Um, this is fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very buzzing. So we'll jump to, obviously, you watched the game as well. I, I, watched, I watched the Celtic game today. And I was the same, mate. I just didn't see it. I was like, it's not going to happen. I was like, they'll win that, surely. And the, they, the attempts they had on goal was fucking out. It was outrageous, man. Um, but it got to 70 minutes. And that was the first wee flicker that I had in my belly, but I was like, oh, hang on, they've not scored. Got 80 minutes. The flutters in my stomach were becoming quite serious at this point. 85 minutes, I'm going, ah, they're not going to score. They're not going to score. And the final whistle went. And when the final whistle went, I, I let out a bit of a roar. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember it. A, a bit of a roar. And I stood up and my partner was in the room at the time and, I just kind of put my hands down on the bed and hit the bed and she got up in the bed and with a cuddle and I cried at that point as well and just kept saying 10 years, 10 years, 10 long years we, we've waited for this and then it started to kind of hit home to me. Uh, I phoned my dad, cried immediately as soon as my dad answered the phone <laughs> um, just with the cheering that he gave out and then I spoke to you and I made the decision that I was going to go see my dad um, today because... If any man deserves this, and this is me being purely um, selfish here, is that my old man deserves to see this, and he deserved to um, to see Rangers one fifty five after everything he's been through, after everything he's seen. Of my dad's witness, I mean, my dad's seventy something. Um, so I mean, I don't want to give his real age away. He'll probably fuck me if I say that, but 
Um, he deserves it, and it was so good being able to go see him and say, Ali, I, I picked you up at that point. Well, anyway, before we get further into that, you obviously said about the, the game. What did you do? What was the first thing you'd done as soon as you as soon as the full-time whistle went? Oh, well, my phone was red hot straight away. In fact, was, my sister actually phoned me. She was the first one through in the hotline for me, to be honest. Um, she was... I mean, I've got a wee niece that's only five years of age. She understands it, but probably doesn't understand it. Um, she was delighted. She had her hair all red, white and blue today. She's got a Rangers, Rangers top, the wee Broxy Berna. It's all brilliant. But no, I was talking, just talking to her and, and I actually had to go off the phone because I, I could feel myself kind of welling up. I, I found it hard today because... I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I stay almost in a, a flat near the city centre of Glasgow, I'm not far from yourself, and I mean, I, I'm, my flatmate stays with me, he, he rents a room off me, but he's not really, he's not into football like we are, I mean, football is our, Glasgow Rangers is our life, to be honest, and not to celebrate it with somebody at the time, it, it was, it was, it was, um, it was different, to be honest, and Aye, my dad was phoned my dad as well. Spoke to him as well. I mean, I mean my my dad. I mean me and my dad, Scotia, my um, my dad's pal as well. As well, we were like I say every game, Division Three when Rangers went down. We were there obviously before as well. But from Division Three, we stuck by Rangers every single game, every home game. I mean, obviously that's a pod in its own going through those years and some of the games we've seen. I mean, I remember the first league game. I think we were away. I think it was Peterhead we were away to in the league. I think the first one was breaking, but I think that might have been the Ramsons Cup at the time. I was actually in holiday in Cyprus, and I think Rangers went two one down in that game and came back to it was it was two each the game ended. I remember and thought, Christ, is this what we've got to witness for the next umpteen years? And we've had ups and downs. Like I say, it's a pod in its own really when you go through all the Kashinias and Warburtons. There's people that's played a part along the way. There really has, but. No, in terms of today, it was. I, I don't think it really sank in. I, mean, I listened to a wee bit. Super Scoreboard was on tonight. I listened to their podcast just before we come on this tonight. I only listened to the first twenty minutes because obviously we had this to do. And see when you hear guys of your dad's age, there's a guy you run about your dad's age on. It was a guy mid forties on. It was it was guys. You could hear, hear the emotion in their voices. You can hear. I think it's a, a relief to them. It's it's the biggest title they've probably seen them. We went through. We've said what titles we've seen them. But you, you could go to your dad, my dad's age. They've seen umpteen titles with Rangers. But I think this was a family affair today in terms of people were phoning their, their different members of their families. This Rangers is a it's a family. I mean, we're all we're all a family. Even Rangers, we're all a family when we're there. But Today it felt like a family affair, sorry, and yeah, I was delighted, man, and just I just can't wait till whenever it is, first, second week of May, till I actually physically see James Tavernier with that trophy, because when I see that, I think I'll completely well up at that point, but no, it was brilliant today, and like I say, I'll sink in later on tonight when I'm lying in bed, and I'll probably have a wee tear myself, but yeah. It's brilliant. I just I can't put any words any more than that. I I thought as I say it's it's a hard one to try and 
kind of convey in words what this does mean and what it does mean to us. Um, it is very family for me today. Um, I didn't get to watch any of this season really with my dad at all. I, I sit next to my dad at Ibrooks. Me and my dad have went and watched the same as you, mate, some utter, utter dross um, at Ibrooks and suffered through it and continued to back the club. And I mean, I remember sitting myself, as I say, one night, I think it was a Tuesday night, we played Alawa um, at Ibrooks and it was one each. And it was pissing down the rain, and I was left, and I'm you're thinking to yourself, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? Do you know what I mean? Why are you putting yourself through this? And I put myself through it because of this day, because of this day today, and we, I, I can't put into words how much the team deserve this, and how much every single one of us deserves this. It's a it's a special day. Um, the longer it goes on, I think the more it will sink in, and the, I'll be able to make more sense of the way I feel. Um, but I think that the reason that I'm not hanging from the ceiling is because I did that a wee bit earlier on. I suppose we, I, I picked you up earlier, mate, and we, we drove past Ibrox, didn't get out of the car or anything down Paisley Road West, and the scenes were something to behold. It was incredible. Popping of horns, flags out, cars, every time you seen somebody. I mean, as soon as I left the house today, I was driving down the street, two guys came out onto the street, seeing me with my Rangers top on, giving me big fists up and whatever else, and you could just feel the like a, a relief within the whole city. It was like a com- absolute relief that it's it's actually done now. It's impossible for Celtic to win this league. 55 is ours. And then, just as I say, heading down Pace Road, that guy with the BMW, mate, with, his, with the flares coming out the top of the car, I've, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. And then we tried to get down into Ibrox, and obviously it was bedlam. We drove down Everton Drive, but we had a bound turn. And then went down to see my dad, seen a few of the members from the, um, the Skyline Beams Bay Ranger Supporters Club as well. It was brilliant to see them, all socially distanced, of course, before any Tim decides that they want to try and crash us up for something we didn't do. Um, it was very, we respected it very much today. And no matter how much I wanted to hug everybody, you do have to just kind of remember what, what's going on in the world because when the time comes, I'm going to, I'm going to hug every single person. Every time I see somebody with Rangers top one, I'm going to go and give them a cuddle because this is, this is ours now, and we've took our city back, we've took football back. The whole of the world knows right now that Rangers are champions again, and it's it's a magnificent day, it's a magnificent achievement. And as I say, I could go on and on and on, just rambling about how how good it is and how good I feel. But the, as I was saying there about, I, I kind of swung from the rooftops earlier, and I did. And when I came back, when I got back home, eventually I, I was in myself um, for a wee bit. My, my missus was out doing some shopping, and. I had the kind of first moment to myself where I didn't have anybody to speak to, didn't even look at my phone, and there was fireworks going off outside, and I just opened the blinds and I stood and watched them, and then I was like, we've done it, like, I can't believe that we've done it, and the relief that I feel is, I mean, it's undes- I can't describe it, it's it's gigantic, the relief that I feel. I can feel my shoulders lighter, I can feel the weight in my chest lighter, I can feel everything about the way I think about football, the way I think about life is the fact that we we are back on top again and we're back to where we belong. I mean, Ali, try and sum up what you've seen down Paisley Road and Iros today as well. I mean, it, it brought back to... Um... Obviously, we've been fortunate enough to, to, to go down to, to Manchester for Rangers in the UEFA Cup final, as it was at the time. It wasn't Europa League back then, it was UEFA Cup. Was it UEFA? It was UEFA Cup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah UEFA Cup. And um, 
I, I remember, I, I, I mean, myself and Scotty, we, we drove down to Manchester that day. We left at four in the morning, and I remember the motorway. It was a, a sea, a sea of red, uh, red, white, and blue. It was all the flags, scarves hanging out, and that's what it reminded me of today. And it was, ah, oh, it fills you with pride. See, when you see that in your city, and everyone, like you say, the banging of horns everywhere you go, and the flags are out. It was, it was brilliant. It really was, and it was. I mean, obviously. People can say you shouldn't shouldn't do what a lot of people have done today, and obviously I've, I've seen Nicola Sturgeon come out telling people not to do it. We're in a pandemic. Obviously, we stayed in the car today. I would have loved to have been in amongst it, like it was on Saturday. I would like. I mean, like I've said, we we live just along the road for which we're not far from Ibrook, so I would love to do it. But we've obviously chosen not to do it. We we did it in the car today. We went and seen it all. Obviously, it was. Yeah, it was it was amazing to see it. It really was amazing to see it. It was up. It was a, there was a lot of the younger generation. We we obviously discussed in the car. They've never seen Rangers win a title in their lifetime, probably, or they were probably too young to 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 remember the title. You going back ten years, so I can understand the younger guys wanting to to really go out and party and and celebrate it. But I mean, I'd like to think by the time we actually physically get our hands on this championship, which will be the last home game of the season, which hopefully they maybe make the last game of the season for us, which will be first, second week of May, whatever it is. Restrictions by then hopefully have been reduced. We may be able to go to a pub or whatever, possibly. We can maybe see each other and whatever. So hopefully by then we'll be able to do more. And obviously in the summer, it'll reopen and we can do more. But in terms of what you wrote on about earlier on, that, that, that pressure we felt this year, and what the players felt this year, God knows. I mean, if we felt pressure, they must have felt it because that mob on the other side of the city, they had that 10. I mean, as tainted as it is, this 9 or whatever that is, 8.75, you can call it. It's pretty tainted, to be fair. But they had this so-called 10 in a row wrapped up before they'd kicked a ball this season. They were that... I thought they showed arrogance utter arrogance towards our football club and they just they didn't expect a challenge from Rangers. They they thought I Rangers will collapse, they'll do they'll do this, do that. But I just thought it was utter arrogance from that side of the city and we've shown them that we are Scotland's Premier Club. We're back. We're what, twenty points clear of them. We've won the quickest championship ever, I think, since Hibs apparently nineteen oh eight or nineteen oh two or something apparently is. It's it's remarkable and the first time they've had a wee bit of pressure put on them, they've crumbled. And Dave King and again we'll come on to Dave King. Six years ago he came in yesterday when I was with the three bears. Changed changed our club from where it was and his um, pack of cards is completely correct. And I hope in South Africa at the moment he's enjoying that wee glass of red he's having because, <laughs> yeah, he's he's really, really saved our club with a lot of other members and, and also we'll come on to Gerard too. But no, I, ju- I just thought that the arrogance from the other side of the city this year was, yeah, they, they, they I don't think they'll come back from this Celtic fans. That This was the one they craved. I mean, you heard them in phoning lines that their flags, their banners, their T-shirts were made up last season for them. Their trips to Santa Ponza lined up this season. 
That's all gone. It's all gone. And I tell you what, I'm going to give it to every single one of them from now to the start of next season. And they deserve every bit they get. Because I'll tell you what, I remember sitting at Ibrox the Kashina years when they were beating us, was it 5-0-5-1? Time scarfs to um, the goalposts, that bloody lustic wearing policemen. Goading us, basically. Goading us all the time. And we've not done it, but I'll tell you what, Rangers Twitter today... Hats off to you. Hats off to you. Because a lot of the things they come out with today, can you see us now? Well, I'll tell you what, fucking look right above you. That's where we are, and we are staying there. Yes, absolutely. Here, here, mate. That's it's, that's spectacular, mate. Um, and it's a good one to call out, mate, as this is one of the fastest leagues maybe ever, um, to, to how quick we've won it. And no matter how much they want to put down a COVID and Dubai and Sharks and Banners. And, as well, remember. Oh, aye, James, because James Forrest never played aye. Um, Mason refs, fucking Mason SMP, fucking you name it, um, we've had it all thrown at us. They've lost this league because Rangers have wiped them aside. We have completely wiped Scottish football aside this year. We have shown, as you said, mate, we are the premier club in this country, and we always will be. And they can't deal with that. They can't cope with that. It hurts them. That is, and I know now they will be hurting. They will be hurting. And I'm sure some of them are going to tune into this and listen. Hello, cheerio, Terry Monroe. Cheerio, Terry Monroe. Terry Monroe. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and they deserve absolutely everything that's going to come their way, mate, because it's been it's been crap um, for, for the past 10 years and everything that they've done, everything they try to do to, to kind of kill us was... You're right, arrogant, and and they wanted to talk about yesterday. I seen thing. It's disrespectful for Rangers to be celebrating a league when it's not over, and then they go and are unable, unable with to the one game that they had in control to stop them handing us the league, to stop them handing it. They couldn't even fucking score against Dundee United, and yeah, we're meant to believe that it's everything else and not the fact that Rangers are tremendous and you have collapsed and you have bottled it, and it's tremendous and they don't know what to do with herself and yeah um the, the last we the last we but i hope that they hold on to us oh congratulations on your first title okay aye we've heard it all before um it's really really old story this stuff so um it's 55 you know it's 55 you also know your fucking titles were tainted we weren't there for half of them so I mean, you weren't there for half. You weren't there for half of them, mate, and they've still not been able to do it. It's tremendous. Uh, I, 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 we spoke about it today as well, mate. I, I genuinely, I, I'll, my hand on my heart, I, I thought they would do it. I thought we would have to suffer this ten in a row crap for God knows how long. As they pretend their their plastic ten in a row was actually something to be proud of, and they've not done it. And I, and not that I ever think Rangers are going to get beat, but I just had the feeling that. The way things have been for ten years, mate, I think we are kind of within our rights to expect or they might they might get this ten. Um and they haven't and Rangers have not only responded this year, as I've just said, we've completely wiped Scottish football aside and shown exactly why we are the people and we forever will be the people and there's nothing they can really do about it. And they'll crumble into their wee their wee holes now and um kind of suffer because there's at least what is at least six months of this coming. <laughs> so, yeah, easy, so yeah, I, I, I'm I'm absolutely delighted. Um, so yeah, it was great as well today. Been able to see my dad and um, been able to share a wee moment with him. Um, because that's what it's all about to me. And 
as I say, I, I didn't even know you when we started um, over ten years of of banter, um, and I became to be really good pals. And I think it's just a, a sign of what Rangers can do um, for people um, as it brings us all together. And we're all we're all absolutely delighted. We're all celebrating. Um, um, let's just enjoy it. Let's just live this up as much as we possibly can, and we'll kind of take it from there. But so we'll we'll, we'll turn. We'll speak about Gerard, okay? Um, try and, as I say, mate, I know this is hard because we're, we're winging this podcast, mate, I won't lie, but try and sum up what he means to you and what he means to our football club. I know. It's a big question, that. I'm sorry. Oh, he's... <laughs> he... I, I, I remember the day we were standing out in the Loudoun Tavern having a pint before one of the games and was it Marty was in charge, caretaker. And you said to me, because you had inside so information. Say, his name. We, won't, we won't say his name, don't worry, but you had a very, very reliable source. Yes. You, you turned to me in the Loudoun Tavern in Scotia and I think your dad was there as well and a couple of other lads was there. And you said the next manager of Rangers is going to be Stephen Gerrard. And we all looked at you and went, fuck off. <laughs> and even I think you thought, Gerard. And I looked at the betting at the time. I wish I'd put a bet on. He was 12 to 1 at the time. I wish I'd put a bloody bet on. We didn't. So that's that's gone by. But but yeah, but then the more I thought about it and it got announced, Stephen Gerard. I mean, I was there when he was paraded at Ibrooks. I told my work, I would be working in Glasgow that day, and that was where I was. I was working at Ibrooks. So <laughs> I think I was, I think Sky Sports actually caught me but they wouldn't see me in the lot so it's, it's fine but yeah I was there there was 8,000 fans there for him but he he was brought in to stop 10 in a row that, 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 was, that was what he had to do and if you look at him over the three years there's been progress the first year he got us into Europe which we couldn't do we got into the group stages we beat Celtic things we haven't done so there's building blocks he's brought in a brand new team he's brought in a completely new backroom staff so it's, it's not going to happen overnight and then you go year two we, we get up to January we're very we beat Celtic at Parkhead for the first time in was it nine ten year whatever it was we look like we could go on and kick on we get to the last 16 Europa League again progress just so happens we fell, fell away in the league in terms of um, after that and then this season to me the pressure in Gerard this season it must have been huge. He's never shown it once, to be fair to him. And for what he's achieved for Rangers, it's... it's Stephen Gerrard could walk away at the end of this season and they could probably put a statue on the other side of the, the ground, to be honest, because if they did get the 10, as tainted as it is, if they did get that 10, we, we would never hear the last day. We never would. And for him to come in and stop it and win 55, it's massive. It's 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 huge. And I just think he, he gets Rangers, Stephen Gerrard. Everything about him, he gets Rangers. He looks at a Rangers manager. Everything he says is how it should be. He conducts himself how a Rangers manager should. Apart from last night when he was sliding along the dressing room floor. But we'll let him away with that one. That was brilliant to be fair. But I couldn't see Walter doing that. But um, <laughs> You never know me. Maybe he did. But didn't he? I've really... Social media is much back then, but... 
Walter wasn't in charge for this one, mate. I think Walter might have been sliding about as well, mate, to be honest. Uh, yeah, but no, but what he means to me now, Stephen Gerrard, he's an absolute hero to me. He'll always be a hero to me. We know the club will leave Rangers to go to, which is Liverpool. I know they're not doing very well at the moment, Liverpool, but I got a wee inkling last night when I listened to Stephen Gerrard. He's got fire in his belly and he... He's, where's he going to go bigger than Rangers? We all know his boyhood teams at Liverpool. He's not going to go to a bigger team. Look what he can achieve with Rangers. He can go into Champions League next year and have a right hit at that, which I know he'd love to. He can go and cement us at the top of the league for hopefully the next God knows how many years going on. Because it's, it's there. He's built the platform. He's done it. And fair play to him. And fair play to the board to, to have a so-called gamble, as you might say, on a rookie manager, which a lot of people were saying. A lot of folk wrote Stephen Gerrard off last year to say, ah, he's a rookie manager, he'll, he'll never do this, never do that. And look at him now. Look at him now. Brilliant from Stephen Gerrard. And I, I, I can't say any more about Stephen Gerrard. He's, he's a hero for me now. He really is. He is. And, I mean, he's brought, he's brought our club back to where it belongs. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't give the guy any more praise than that, mate. It's that he's got his back to, to where we belong. And not only just him, um, Gary Mack, yeah. Bill, Ross Wilson, Scott Allen, um, everybody that's been part of rebuilding the squad and rebuilding the infrastructure that Rangers are, are working on. And we've achieved it. And we've not just achieved it, we've achieved it with absolute aplomb. I mean, Nobody, nobody would have said that Rangers would win this league unbeaten and win it in March. Nobody would have said that. There's not one person that would have said that. And I can't, you can look at the stats and it'll be, I've said on the previous pods, it'll be a couple of years, mate, down the line, we're going to turn at this team and go, fuck, that team was special. That was a special, special team. And the celebrations and the videos, everyone in the changing room, it's amazing to see and they deserved every bit of it. And, the only the only negative part part of it is the fact that we're not an Ibrooks mate and we're not we're not seeing it for, um kind of in front of our own eyes and that's been the only downside to what is a truly remarkable season and a season that will live long in my memory. I can't praise Stephen Gerrard any more than I already have in in previous pods. Um, the man is. He's, he's truly special. He's, he's a special special man and he's he's got leadership and he's blood. And he gets Rangers 100%. He knows what we're about. He's bought into the cause. A lot of the players have bought into the cause. They understand the team. They understand what it means to us. And it's, it's fucking tremendous, man. And he's, he's, um, he's post-match after the game last night. He's like, I want more. I want more. I want more. So I hope he doesn't leave. I hope. I really hope he stays in at least another couple of years and gives it another good crack and get, takes us for another couple of seasons on two or three in a row. Hopefully, um, that that's what we all we all we're all hoping for. Obviously, we're hoping for ten in a row, but I mean, let's take take it a step at a time just now. And I don't think he'll leave. Um, I, I don't think he'll. If Liverpool even do come in, I know they had a shocker of a result today. They could be one 0 Fulham at home, which is fucking horrific. Um, but I don't see them sacking Klopp either. So I just don't think he'll go yet. And f- from the way he made his comments last night and the way he's celebrating and w- what it seems to mean to him, um, I just don't see him leaving. I think he's he's got the bug, and I think his his second team is now Glasgow Rangers. And yeah, I, I can't praise the guy enough. Um, so Ali, this 
there is no doubt in my mind, um, and as you were speaking about some of the younger people that have never seen Rangers win a title, in a, in a way, mate, I'm a wee bit jealous because the first title that they've seen is arguably the most important title we've ever won in our history. Would you would you go along with that? Yeah, well, I mean, I think we've said it quite a few times in this pod in terms of when Rangers win this title, and obviously we have won it today now. It's, in, I mean, I'm 35. It's 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 the biggest title in my lifetime. I've like I've said umpteen times this. I've seen nine in a row. I've seen the Advocate. I've seen McLeish. I've seen um, Walter come back for a second spell. I mean, I know Scotia was going on about. Soonest in '86 when he was six months old. <laughs> time, but, yeah, but I was I, I was I. a point if ever there was one. Was I, I, was, I think I was one and a half then, so maybe I remember a wee bit better back then. But no, um, no, this one was massive. It was huge. Just everything about it in terms of them going for his bloody ten, but it was us going for fifty-five. We've not won a league title in ten years. We've not won a major domestic trophy in ten years. But, I mean, you can't count the, the leagues we've went through, the, the smaller leagues in the Petra Fat Cup final, whatever it was. So it was huge. And this was the one we all craved. We've craved it for so long. And I bet, I mean, we've talked about this quite a lot of times, I bet if you asked 100 Rangers fans at the beginning of the season, do you think Rangers will win the title this year? I'd say about 90% of deep down, Probably would have said no, and yeah. again, I, I don't. That's not a, 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 not a, a negative. Yeah, it's not a negative on the team or anything like that. But it's 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 truly down to the pain. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're exactly the same as me. I think, yeah. mate, is it's down to the pain. It's down to the the suffering of ten years that we've had that. You're going, no, there's no way. After what we've been through, there's just no way. Um, it's just going to be continue to be added on to the misery. But yeah, totally, yeah. mate. Carry yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, I. That that's not a, that's not a negative, and I can, and I'm just saying if you'd ask people at the beginning of the season, the way last season ended, obviously we on a terrible run at the end of last season. The way it ended going into this year, this is Celtic's so-called, if you want to call it, ten in a row season. You would have thought they would be bouncing to go into this season. I honestly thought Rangers would push them close this season, but I thought it would be nip and tuck. I'd never in my wildest dreams thought it would go how it's going, to be honest. But that's fair play to Rangers, fair play to Gerard, fair play to the backroom staff. Like I said, Rangers took the time, that COVID time when they were out, when they were off for three, four months, and drilled that Rangers team. I mean, you can you can see it's a team that's been together. They look They look a team that's been together. Look at that Celtic team. Look at them today. Do they look like a team that want to play for each other? No. Half Mm -hmm. that team wants to... They they want out of Parkhead. I'm not surprised, to be honest, but they want want away. And you look at that Rangers team, and they're just like a a family. They're all in it for each other. And I couldn't be prouder of them this season. I really couldn't. And... I'm just delighted the way it's gone, and I could never, never in my wildest dreams have seen it happening the way it is. And now we can, now we can look and actually concentrate in the Europa League now. Got Scottish, yeah. Scottish Cup as well. I mean, sideshow to come to. I mean, Europa League. I mean, I hope the players aren't too pissed and turn up on Thursday night and are a bit fatigued. <laughs> two nights have been on it now. Yeah, but but no, it's. It's just weird this season how it's gone. A lot, a lot of people 
say, oh, Celtic this, Celtic have crumbled and all this, but Rangers have been fantastic. Even if Celtic did put up a decent challenge, look at look what we've what we drawn. Yeah, they still can touch Yeah, they still can touch us. Even no. if they were flying, mate, they wouldn't they wouldn't have touched us, I don't think. Um this is the biggest the biggest title in my lifetime. Um and I think it'll be struggle it'll, it'll struggle to ever be beaten, I think. Um I, I don't really see how it can be. And as I said, look, this is not the only podcast we're gonna do on fifty five. I just felt that since we started this podcast and obviously everybody's been out doing their own thing. I put a wee post up not long ago before we started recording that everybody's probably out doing their own thing. I had to go do my own thing today, um, purely selfish on my part. I had to go see my dad. I had to celebrate it the way that I, I, I had to celebrate it. And I just said, me and Ali both agreed earlier on, we need to do something. We need, we need to try and put something out there and try and convey to everybody and everybody that listens that just how we're feeling about this. And before I get all soppy, um, I've got a few things that I want to read out, but... It genuinely amazes me that people want to listen to us on this podcast, mate. It genuinely it blows my mind. Um, every time I see viewing figures and listening figures, things are going up and up and up, and there's more people wanting to listen to us, there's more people wanting to interact with us, there's more people wanting to subscribe on YouTube, there's more people wanting to make comments on posts on Facebook or whatever and get interacted with us, and it, it boggles my mind. But it, it, am I surprised? No, because this is the best Rangers family it's the best family to be involved in. It genuinely is. And from the bottom of my heart, I genuinely mean it to everybody that listens. Everybody that subscribes, it means the world to us. It genuinely, genuinely does. And we want to continue to do things. We want to grow. We want to have different guests on. We want to do different show ideas. We're going to invest in equipment and stuff when the time's right. It's all been planned out. It's all something that we want to do. Um, so I, I genuinely do thank every single one of you. And this podcast is for you, um, it's, it's for us, it's for Rangers fans, it's for the Rangers family, and it's, me and Ali would sit and talk like this anyway, so we might as well have your input, have your say, um, let you know that you are not alone in this, and we are we are all as one, and we are, we're in it together, so again, thank you very, very much um, to everybody. So, just before we came on earlier, mate, I'd said to um my dad, um, try and put into words, type a message out to me. Now, my dad's probably the least most technical man in the entire world. I genuinely mean that. He struggles with... He can't download an app on his phone. Like <laughs> my just, dad could rival him, to be fair. Oh, he's, he's so bad. But he has sent me something. So I'm going to read it out. Um, bear in mind, my dad's probably had a few shandies at this point, but I'm going to read it out. So... In all my long years as a bear, I have celebrated many titles and cup successes, but this one is the best ever because they beeping people tried to keep us off, keep kill us off wrongfully as it turned out. The mighty took out took it sorry, the mighty took it on the chin and rolled up the sleeves. We filled grounds of smaller teams, no disrespect to them, but it was for years. Rangers came through it and today is icing on the cake and get it right up you to the powers that be. We will never die because Rangers are bigger than them. And without us, Scottish football would die. We are the people ran over. <laughs> um, that's my dad. My dad just says 70 plus and this is the best one that he's ever seen. So my dad's seen a lot. Do you know what I mean? My dad's seen a lot. So yeah, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. Um, just before me and you, Ali, try and round it up. I, I'm going to read out something that my big cousin David put up on his... his um, 
his Facebook earlier. Now, David's obviously, I've known David my whole life. Obviously, I grew up with David. I spent most of my childhood probably at David's house. Um, both absolute blue noses till we die. And he's been on the podcast before. It's just unfortunate with his work stuff that he can't come on more often because David is my brother. He's not my cousin, but his rant's quite good. Uh, it's not even a rant. It's just a, a point, and there's not really much I can add to it, but I will try after I finish. So bear with me. This one's a wee bit long. So this is David Bradford. Um, so let's have a wee rundown of just some of the reasons I feel absolutely no sympathy for those who gave it loudly for the last last nine years. If any of you feel as though you might have taken it too far, have a wee read and ponder the fact that you've not taken it nearly far enough. Sevco, new club, zombies, taxman, face masks, jelly and ice cream, admin too, believe in mad Phil, the pensioner murderer, and John James about the face painter, bumping the roll shop and stealing holy water. Your children will be Celtic fans, Tommy fucking Sheridan. The thumb tying a scarf round the post at Ibrooks, the thumb wiping his nose on her crest at Ibrooks, the thumb spitting on her crest at Ibrooks, Lustig stealing a police hat, celebrating wins against a team packed full of superstars like Lee Hodgson and Rob Kiernan, Jason Holt and Miles Bierman, like you'd won the Bastard Champions League, singing about 10 in a row since 2014 and claiming that it doesn't really matter, anyway now, anyway, now it's gone. Winning the league via point deduction times one, winning the Rangers, winning the league without us in the league times four, three legitimate league titles and then one league title awarded by your mates via a Zoom call and celebrating it like a genuine nine in a row. All the while we broke records for a season ticket sold, showed up in our thousands and tens of thousands at every shite hole in Scotland to see us draw against mechanics and call centre operators and hear other gleeful rendition of You're Not Rangers Anymore for the third time that week, whilst our money goes to keep your tin pot backwater club afloat for the next five years. We'll see how season ticket sales elsewhere go when things aren't looking so rosy. Time to get the big flags out on the top tier again, boys and girls. Craig White, Charles Green, the Eastdales, Fat Mike, an AGM and a 10 on the pitch to keep the fans from murdering the spivs. Dodgy retail deals. Alan McCoy's, Kenny McDowell, Stuart McCall, Jimmy Nicholl, Mark Warburton, Graham Murray, Pedro Cachina, Graham Bastard Birthday again. <laughs> Cammy Bell, Sebastian Farou, Emerson, Emerson Krabari, Ian Fucking Black, Billy Mosney, Lee Hodgson, Sandaza, Kiernan, Bierman, Senderos, Dodo, O'Halloran. Still waiting on John Eustace signing. Jordan Rossiter, 70 10 days. Joey Barton. Losing the fucking Ramdens Cup to Rafe Rovers, getting leathered off fucking Motherwell, and then big Mosney leathering Lee Alban. Warburton sticking with Plan A, Pedro in a hedge in Luxembourg arguing about getting scudded by part-time plumbers, Murray's headstand. This has been done the hard way, and those who have watched on gleefully, I hope you it fucking hurts to see normal service has resumed, albeit later than scheduled. We will never forget that you generally wanted the club we love to die. To remove the ability to pass the love for ge- from generation to generation, our children walking up the steps to see Ibrooks unfold before them for the first time. Oh, God, don't cry. That look on their face, the first goal celebration, the brick on the wall, to remember you by after you're gone. The day's out. Oh, I can't read that. Christ, man, it's going to make me cry. The singing on the bus at the ground, pints before and after, friends we make along the way. The mad celebrations with people you'll never meet again. The parties with our family. This club is about so much more than just football. 
It's woven into the very fabric of our lives and it will be for generations to come. What Dave King started and the current board have finished, what Steven Gerrard and his players have done to the biggest story in world football today, and rightfully so. So today we raise a glass to Sandy Jardin. Christ. And to all other Bears who started the journey and didn't see it through. God, man. Tabs and friends. Enjoy this. We've been to hell and back. You deserve it, you beautiful people. Glasgow Rangers. Champions. Champions. You know what, Ali? We'll do another show, mate. I'm ending with that. Thanks very much, mate. That's fine. That was, that was brilliant. It was going to set me off, for Christ's sake. You know, I'm late crime. <laughs> Struggled through that. Um, it says everything you need to know. We are the people. We are fucking back. <laughs> 55. <laughs> I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Um, enjoy yourselves. I'm going to go cry. Um, I love you all.